Hey, this is Rob O'Neill, former Navy SEAL. You're listening to the Mike Sappo Podcast. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Sappo Podcast. I'm actually just sitting here at Jack Dempsey's 36 West 33rd Street, waiting for my buddy, friend of the show, Rob O'Neill, to come by. He's actually taping Opie's podcast from here. So, yes, after all those years of me harassing Opie to come to Jack Dempsey to do my podcast, he's doing a podcast, his own podcast, with Rob O'Neill. I'll be jumping on with that. Rob hasn't been on in a while, but he told me he'll jump on 20 minutes before we tape Opie's show. So, anyway, enjoy the show. Subscribe to my podcast, M-I-K-E-S-A-F-O. It's available on every single podcast app. I think it's available on Alexa and Google Play. I get really good news. I won't be getting sued anymore for playing those unauthorized pirated songs I played before my show. Nirvana, Foo Fighters, I don't even know who else I played illegally. <laughs> last night, Rob and I were talking, and he has like this... Yeah, anyway, last night, Rob and I were talking, and the, the insanely talented Tim Montana, the southern rock singer, he opened for Kid Rock. Anyway, he's all in for me playing his music, plugging his show, plugging the band beforehand, so I'm allowed to play music now before my show. So that's step one from the lawsuits. <laughs> um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I haven't got sued yet. Anyway, check out his music, what he's up to, when he's touring, and in September, me, Tim Montana, Rob O'Neill, Opie, Westwood One, we're probably going to be doing something September 7th. He has an open date. He's in the tri-state area, so... and. Perfect timing. Mr. Rob O'Neill is walking up the stairs. He's pouring sweat on this hot New York day. Walking towards now, I guess you could say studio. It's just a table in the back of Jack Dempsey's. What's going on, man? All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get you a beer. But first, I don't believe I'm allowed to say this now. Enjoy our buddy, Tim Montana. Yes, good to see you. Awesome. Guy, it's been a while, man. It's been, it's been a, a while. Because it's been my fault. I've been out of town. Well, I know. Well, you're a little busy. I'm not going to be mad I get enough you. time to come home and do um, laundry. That's it. That's about it. New York guy now. You loving it? I like New York. I love New York. I don't like the traffic. That's what we just talked about. Because yeah. you walked into Jack Dempsey's and you're sweating like a savage right now. now. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. I love it here because you can get anything. Anything's like, if, it's not, if it's not on your block, it doesn't exist. And seamless. They'll bring anything. It's like, yeah, I, I want, a, I want a, a bottle of vodka, a raw tomato. I guess you should get a hamburger and like a block of cheese. Yeah, and, and, and a book, and, and they'll do, bring it. He shows up with all of it. <laughs> in the rain, in the snow, no, it doesn't matter. It always seems like the poor guy bringing it. It's covered in rain no matter how hot it is outside. He's got a raincoat and he's covered in rain. <laughs> I don't know what he did, but yeah. No, I, New York is great. And, you know, got the sports here. You got, uh, we go to all kinds of sporting events. Um, just the traffic. And the damn honking. I don't think that works. Like, I did see a woman get her life saved because a cab driver honked at her. She was texting and walking across the street. And you just said the texting and walking yeah, is going to kill killed. somebody. And that doesn't even bother me. Um, if you're texting and walking, you have it coming. I like when people walk into stuff. I don't want anyone to get killed. See, it's, I like them walking into stuff. And it's a big difference for you because you're a Montana guy. So down, you, you are walking places in Montana. I was just in Montana. And I'm going back in a couple, uh, couple days, actually. And it's just a different, I mean, obviously, it's just a different life. It's, uh, 
it, it's funny to hear people up there if there's if there's a like if they don't make it through the green light and the, the traffic is like traffic. <laughs> I saw a horse and buggy. This, this is not. <laughs> yeah, the horses by Central Park are actually causing traffic, Sarah. Those guys, yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Um, yeah, but uh, it's good, good here. So when's the last time we hung out? The last time we did a show together was me, you, Jackie Martin, and Alex Awumai. That was a great show. That here. was a great show that we did. I don't know if that was cleared yet. No, yo, we edited that. It, it came down to like an eight-minute show. We did two hours. We did eight minutes. It was good. I show. I think I came here from an airplane, so I had you, a bunch of drinks. That was the clutchest you've ever been. I'm like, oh, you it should do my fun. show. Yeah, fun. and you're like, I'll be there. Yeah. You showed up, and that's why I always say like, what a good dude you are. Like, I know a million people hit you up for interviews. You showed up here from the airport yeah. with your bags. Yeah. You were a little tired. You came on. You did that. And you're like, I got to go. Cause, and let's bring it up. Jessica, you just got married. So yeah, congratulations. Thank you. We'll She's texting August. you. She's like, dude, where are you? Yeah. yeah. She's expecting me home. I can blame traffic. Though. I guess that's a good thing about New York. I can, <laughs> I can say traffic and who knows I'm going to be at the titty bar. I don't know. <laughs> so how is married life? I love it. She's my best friend in the world. We just uh, got back from a little mini vacation. Now she's working. Where'd you go? We're up to Cape Cod. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why we texted yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm at the we, beer we, garden. Where are you? Yeah, yeah. We got married at uh, Cape Cod. Okay. Uh, so we go up there where we stay, where we uh, got married a lot. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and then I got one day home, just threw the laundry and took a, took a shower, which was useless. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm I'm on the road again tomorrow for a couple of days, and it's, you know all over the place. It's been it's been uh, you know San Diego, Chicago, Seattle. Uh, uh, I was just in Provo, Utah with uh, Trump Jr. Actually, we went uh, uh, around. Uh, talking to people about hunting and conservation of land and predators and what the wolves are doing and he shot some turkeys good he's a good hunter he's uh is he yeah i was a, i was a navy seal sniper and he knows as much about ballistics if not more than i do really yeah, just talking guns and stuff with that and i'm not i mean i'm not a huge gun guy no you're not but he knows this stuff though he's a big gun guy. isn't it funny people in law enforcement and military aren't the biggest gun guys but nah. the, and know, the other guys are well, what is it what is it like when some some 10 year old kid that plays call of duty starts talking about what's tr- uh, weight trigger pulling the the, the <laughs> i'm like look i know what sound it makes when it takes a human life a little 10 year old bastard <laughs> as he's destroying you in call of duty right oh he crushed me yeah. and he knows more than i do yeah. The game. yeah so i always say that i outkicked my coverage with julia you met my girlfriend yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. outkicked my co- dude you completely outkicked your totally coverage did. with jess you know that I right don't okay have any, yeah there's no I have no business. <laughs> yeah, like I look at Julia, we're out. Like she had the ripped jeans on, this like shirt. I'm like, dude, how are you with me? You're so out of my league, and you're in the same boat as yeah, me. I think it's because I think we know how to talk. Yeah, maybe that's, that's it. What it we're is. smooth and we're confident. What do they maybe? say? No, I, I'm I'm pretty funny. So she spends a lot of her time with her eyes closed. <laughs> so she's laughing, <laughs> and that's how we look so good. That's why I look so good. Because yeah. we went out, and people give her a look like, dude. I'm like, and the same thing with yeah. Jess. Like, dude, yes, Jess is awesome. Yeah, she. Well, I did. I saw her. Um, she, she she's 28 mm-hmm. from Boston, and one of the best days of my life is when I introduced her to Tom Brady. Because she couldn't take it. Because he's, I mean, he's Brady. Yeah, of course. He's, he walked, he's the Derek Jeter from up here. He sold his soul to the devil. There's no way. He, he's he, hottest woman on the planet. His wife, who makes more money than he does, he's pulling in $100 million a year. <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he, he's going. The greatest football player. He's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's gorgeous. He's funny. He's, and he's super nice. It's, it's just, it was just funny when she, uh, my, <laughs> I introduced her to Brady, and she, she took a picture and said she had to go somewhere. I uh, can't be here. And this is a funny story. You're getting an exclusive here. And then uh, as we're walking away, she, she saw uh, Aaron Rodgers. And I said, oh, well, honey, there's Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I know him. Let's go meet him. And she, she walked up and she goes, nobody gives a fuck about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, she, no, she, and then she walked away because no, she, she was still so starstruck about Brady. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers, being as cool as he is, he looks at me and goes, she just met Tom Brady. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he knew he's on the second, not Aaron, the echelon. Aaron Rodgers is awesome. He's a, just a hell of a nice guy, too. That just kind of, I don't, she claims that didn't happen, but 
still a great story. It happened. And you listen, you, you were there. You knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you see, that's dope. That was, a, that was the uh, the Derby last year, which is a blast. Well, I'm a Kentucky guy, man. Yeah. So the Derby is just. Derby's a sh- oh, I love it. It's the greatest place in the it. world. Not the infield. Not with the no, no, guys no, in the infield. In you got to play it nice. Mm-hmm. So what else you been up to besides your traveling? Obviously, promoting the book. Let, the you book know, let's, yeah. let's promote the book yeah, quick. Sure. I actually wrote it in bold. Because it came out in uh, paperback. In April, yeah. And now you've been back all over doing podcasts yeah, and doing got, radios. Yeah, uh, I got back on the bestseller list for a few weeks. Here we go. The good. operator firing the shots that killed Osama bin Laden and my years as Navy SEAL Team Warrior. Yes. Is it selling well? It is. Yeah, it's selling. Uh, it, like I said, so it's, last year it was on the bestseller li- list, uh, hard hardcover, and then paperback is, is uh, bestseller. It's a bestseller in Spain and in the U.K. We, it's in, we have it in German, French. We just got um, Czech and Polish. I think we're working on Portuguese, so it's it's doing well. Really? Yeah, and it's cool. It's just cool to see it in other places because like uh, they changed the name to something Commando in Polish because I guess the operator something to do with like driving a, a the crane taxi. or something. It's like should yeah. we grab this cane driver? Why this cane guy <laughs> killed Bin Laden? <laughs> what do you do that for? Uh, yeah, that's that's good. I do a, little, a lot of that. Um, my foundation, Your Grateful Nation, is doing really well. We're transitioning veterans to the private sector a lot now, trying to raise awareness and raise funding for that. Um, we got a, a guy, a Green Beret colonel, retired who's running the operations now. It's amazing when you bring in like a, a true leader, how stuff just starts to run more smoothly. His name's Rob Carrillo. We keep it Robs all the time. Yeah, I said okay. That's a prerequisite. Uh, so he's awesome. Okay. We did that. We're doing that. Um, I'm I'm doing a little bit of political stuff. Um, well, that was actually my last question. Yeah, to you. Why are you going to go? Well, I'm not running. Ever. Okay. No way. I have too many. I know too much about myself that I <laughs> I get enough trouble uh, not being in politics. Okay. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm supporting my friend John James, who is uh, running in Michigan for Senate. Okay. Uh, the primary's coming up right now, and then he, he's gonna, he, sh- he should win the whole thing. He's running against Debbie Stab, another Democrat. And uh, I'm backing him. I saw him on, on the news one morning just sitting in my living room, and he's uh, an African-American from Detroit who enlisted in the Army, got accepted to West Point, um, became Ranger qualified, and then started flying Apaches. And he became a, 500 combat hours in Iraq. Uh, now he's running his dad's business, who started that from moving from Mississippi up to Detroit. Total American dream. Like, if you, you did all this by enlisting, and now you're going to be a senator. Like, and he's just the most charismatic speaker I've heard. And, and what do you do when you, you go around? You go around with him? Yeah, I, I went up to meet him, and then uh, uh, we do just some fundraising, awareness raising, try to find big donors up there and, and just get, get the word out. Because Detroit's been a you know, very Democratic city mm-hmm. forever, and, <clears throat> and Republicans pretty much don't rub that. He's a Republican. And just just being from there, he might he, he might pull out some some guys from Detroit because he's 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 not about uh, a party. He's about jobs. He's about America. He's about Michigan, America. He's just a just a patriot. So I do a lot of t- we and we just spent like last weekend on Kid Rock's deck, uh, the three of us having a few beers and just not talking politics, which, which is all you want to do. Like yeah. the same thing, you don't want to come here. You don't want to talk Bin Laden. He doesn't want to talk politics. No. You just want to hang out yeah. and just have a good time. I got, yeah, I get, someone asked me the other day, what was I on? I was on some show and they said, oh, I was on Gutfeld. And they said, uh, how, what does your wife think about the Bin Laden? I'm like, she is so over it. I'm like, just don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, th- thanks for marrying me and getting me on a hit list, but can we just shut up about the, you know? Yeah, she got me on the hit list. Thanks for ruining my whole life, but I got to meet Tom Brady, so she's yeah, okay so with it. Yeah, so it's kind of worth it. So she's okay with it. Now, real, going back to that guy now in Michigan, does he have a legit chance to win? Oh, yeah, he should win the whole thing. Really? Yeah. And that would be insane that a Republican's going to. Yeah, I mean, and, he, he's, and he's just, he's great. He's great to have in Washington because now that we're. You know, a lot. A lot of people haven't been doing a lot of stuff there, either side. Mm-hmm. And it, we want to get we want to get veterans in. Uh, so you know, I, I'm supporting a couple of the guys. Um, um, got a guy in Texas, got a guy in Montana. Um, 
I'm going to start politicking pretty hard up in Montana here when the primary is over, probably. And then um, I do a lot of speaking. Yeah, you, you're really hardcore on Twitter, not being right or left. You're like, dude, I just want... Just want like, the country. Yeah, because like, you know, the truth, 95% of the people want the country together. Yeah. It's a two and a half on one side. Yeah. The two and a half, they're just so, yeah, they're loud, so loud, so vocal. They're so loud. Yeah, it's like people aren't yeah. going to say, oh, I love the police. I love. It's the people who are anti that uh-huh. are so loud. I travel all the time, and I get to talk to about... Well, I talk to thousands of people individually every week. Mm-hmm. And this isn't on the mm-hmm. radio. It's not on TV. It's just in person. And I get the pulse of what's going on out there. And people are sick of it. A lot of people... I mean, look, there's, there's a lot, lot of people that are never Trump and impeach, impeach. Most of the country is tired of hearing that. And the, lo- the loud ones will tell you that, but a lot of people are just sick of it. Yeah, most people are. Like, listen... Just get people in to do, do, do the job. Yeah, that's it. Let, and we're not going to get into Trump nah. and no Trump. But people either, no matter what he does, they hate him. And no matter what they do, they love him. It's the other 80%. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, let's just be honest. I mean, it's the same thing <clears throat> with President Obama. Yeah. The loud haters and a lot of obstruction when he's trying to get. Look, the guy wins the election. And he's got his agenda. You let him work on his agenda. Maybe it works. I mean, I worked under President Clinton, President Bush, President Obama. Um the, the most, like my two biggest missions, the most high profile that I was on, Captain Phillips and Osama bin Laden, were approved by President Obama. Uh, we were doing drone strikes. They killed that uh, scumbag, um, I can't remember his name, I don't care, but a big time Al Qaeda. He was on his way up to number one. They killed him in a drone strike under Obama. Mm-hmm. You know, we invaded Iraq under Bush. Don't, don't get me wrong, but we'll fight under both of them. Yeah, they, <laughs> you, listen, whatever, whoever our leader is, their agenda is their yeah, agenda. Hey, we're going to do it. Let's try to do America's agenda. I mean, President Obama wanted more to be liked by world leaders. Mm-hmm. President Trump wants to, wants to be a nationalist. I mean, that's it. But I mean, we should all agree. Let's, there's nothing wrong with lower taxes and jobs. <laughs> Wait, I got, I got, a, I wrote this down because this might be the most savage tweet. And I mean, you Is know, for me, yes, you know oh, the exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm going to set it up, and you give the punchline, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. So you wrote, listen, uh, you were on Fox News, and basically said America is tired of impeachment talk. All we want to do is work together, and you stress together. Some dude wrote back, so cute. So where were you during the Obama? Where were you during the Obama years? And your reply. I said something like, I was in Bin Laden's bedroom. You? <laughs> it got like 20 viral. Yeah. It, no, it did. Because, you know, you can see when people like tweets and it's like, oh, well, how'd Rob get 20? Yeah. 15,000 likes. You're like, I was in Osama's yeah. bedroom. Where were you? I think I got uh, like 2,500 followers overnight. Because we were just, it was, I was with Jess and we were up at Cape Cod. I was having a beer and she tweeted at me. I was like, well, that was kind of rude. Yeah. Because I did plenty of work under Obama. I did all of it under Obama. Well, I mean, you know, right when he got elected, we, we're doing stuff. Uh, Every night. And in fairness, though, and I, I've, met, I've known you now for a couple of years, you've never sat here, even off mic, on mic, and knocked political things. You no. never, you don't do that. No, I mean, there's, there's people, I'm, there, there are politicians I'm mad at, and I'll, I'll try to take them down because of stuff they've done that's, that's disrupting the country. Yes, yes. But a, a lot of people want to do the right things. I, just, I think that, I think America's getting sick of it. And because of the social media stuff, they're seeing more. Like, they don't, the mo- most media wants to cover anti-Trump stuff. But people are seeing other stuff. And, and I mean, the, the market's doing well. Tax cuts were awesome. 452 jo- uh, businesses gave uh, major bonuses, um, promotions, and other kind of good stuff because of the tax cuts. I mean, if it's working, and if, like, North Korea, if there's... Oh. If that happens, and if we start trading more fair with China, I mean, at some point, Even you got to say, this is kind of working. I mean, okay, is he a dick? Sure. Are his tweets care. out of control? Yes. Of course. But hey, if he can make North Korea, like, that would just Even top those three, the three, the three prisoners back. I mean. All right. Let's, let's, let's have some fun now. Yes. You owe, a, you owe a lot of people. You owe, you owe a ton of people staked in his apparently because. Well, 
That's a tough one because I bet on the Celtics. Yes. Twice. Yes. And that's I have a hundred thousand followers. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure just me being a loudmouth, I bet everybody twice. So that's a lot of it's a lot of cows. I think the environmentalists might be happy because you just eliminate so many cows. Were you crushed? Did you think they were going to beat? I did. LeBron? No, yeah, I, I like I like the Celtics. I just I like their young team. I thought it was cool. I I don't have an interest in. Uh, Golden State Cavaliers. Neither. I mean, again, it's again the same thing. Same thing. Yeah, you know. What's I mean, LeBron's happen. just awesome. So let's be honest. Um, and it's, it was his eight finals in a row for LeBron. I mean, the guy's a winner. And I just hate that people are like, oh, he's gonna be three and six. Like, dude, he went there eight years he in a row. Teams by himself. Did you see this team he's on, dude? You and yeah. you, you're a basketball guy. You can probably play. <laughs> I, I could have started and having LeBron there, we would have been. You in the finals. should have played for the Celtics, man, because they were shooting horrible. That <laughs> yeah, I, you yeah, know, yeah, I really yeah. thought they were gonna win. I, I thought they were gonna be. Look, they haven't lost at home. No. I'm like, you know what? LeBron just looks exhausted. He's dead he's tired. Exhausted. He can't do it anymore. I'm like, he needs he has a player, and then you guys shot like what, like five for forty from three point line. Know. It was brutal. I think I'm just gonna watch hockey. I like that new Vegas team. The first year in they they were saying, uh, yeah, so the Caps are playing the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm like, on what planet? <laughs> in what sport is this? What is this? Yeah, I don't watch the cross. Are you a hockey guy or no? Uh not really. No, I either. love going to hockey games because I love hockey fans. It, no, they're the most And how about this? Fans. I mean, the guys like hockey players. They're playing pretty rough. I mean, they're not hitting as hard as the NFL, mm-hmm. but you never hear them once complain about a week off. Like, they're playing. Oh, never. Yeah. Dude, the hockey guys, how about when they get yeah. hit in the eye, black eye, they're bleeding, and they're still on the ice? They're cool. You know what's crazy? I love going to Rangers games, too. He, but here's what I don't want. I don't want the Vegas team to win. I'll tell you why. You're a big sports guy. Uh-huh. You want your team to, you want your fan base to suffer a little bit so they appreciate the championship. I hate it's their first year, and they're going to win the are title. These, are, are these people from Vegas, though? These are, these are, these are. Tourists, yeah, got but it's I packed. Mean, every every night watching like Cirque du Soleil, those aren't locals. Local guys aren't no, going to see Siegfried and Roy every night. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they're in it anymore. Since one of them got mauled by the tiger. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, because I don't want them to win. I, I want whatever small fan base they have. I want them to suffer a little bit. Suffer, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, dude, you're a Redskins guy. Oh God, how would yeah. you feel if, if an expansion football team came in and won? You'd hate that. Oh, it's uh, yeah, that drive me nuts. That'd be brutal. Yeah, some team from yeah, I don't even want to badmouth anybody, but. No, I wouldn't put up with that. Right. How about the Browns fans? Dude, dude, Imagine see, if that happened. That's the saddest thing you can ever do. Yeah. I feel bad for the Browns. Browns they, they, they haven't been good since Bernie Kosar. And, I'm, and they I'm, still got crushed by Elway. Yeah, of course. Remember the drive? <laughs> yes, of that's course. That, the drive, <laughs> the final 40-whatever seconds, that that completely tells the Browns story. And they, t- they take their team away and make them the Ravens. <laughs> then they got to get a new Browns. <laughs> and everybody they draft. How, Rob, how bad is everybody they draft to? Oh, just horrible. Everyone they draft is so bad. It. I don't get it. All right, so wait. Here we go. The man of the hour. Right. Opie's finally here, so Good. we're going to wrap up. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to finish up with five quick questions. Sure. Let's see if this answer changed. Okay. Coolest person in your phone? Coolest person on my phone right now is uh, probably Kid Rock or Charlie Sheen. Yeah, well, remember we tried to call Charlie Sheen. Here's yeah. the biggest Sheen's epic awesome. fail. What's up, Tim? Here's the biggest epic fa- Tim Sabian from Westwood One. How are you? How do you do? You remember Opie? Honor. What's up, brother? How are you? Nice to see you. We'll wrap it up now, Opie. Don't worry. Oh, what was the special last time? Remember last time your answer was Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, yeah. You tried to call him on the air. Yeah, no, take oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. We tried to call him on the air, and then he called when the show was over. Oh, that's funny. All right. First of all, you know you owe me a good guest. I got you on. Now, Opie, yes. Mike Francesa, yes. Boomer yes. and Carton, the Kentucky guys. You owe me one good guest. You know okay. that, right? I owe you a good guest. I'll get one. Here's my one thing for you. Yeah. I'll- you did a show with me at the NYPD precinct. And when the show was over, everyone showed up. They showed you like the memo books, like, hey, this is where I was for September 11th. Yeah. They showed you magazine things. What other cool things have you seen during your tour and stuff? Well, I mean, anything at the memorial down at uh, Lower Manhattan. That's, that's, the, that's the most impactful place I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just because, you know, for obvious reasons. It's never the same. I think the coolest thing I've ever seen is, uh, no, cool, cool is not a good word. But the most, the most impactful thing I've ever seen was, uh, I think it says, it's a handwritten note on a blank piece of paper that says 88th floor, uh, 12 trapped. And there's oh. blood on it. And they found the family, and then they donated that back. That's, I mean, that's not cool, but that's that that that'll bring it to, that'll bring tears to your eyes. Because I remember the NYPD. Remember they let us do the thing at the precinct yeah, in Greenpoint, uh-huh. and at the end, some guy came up. He's like, "Hey, I worked in the first precinct, and here's the memo book. When I went over yeah, there, yeah. he should." And it was yeah, like so. Yeah, some of that yeah, stuff yeah. was intense to it see. Is, it is, and I mean, that's the reason for everything. For and everything, th- and that's basically the reason you kind of came out and said yeah, something. Yeah, just because I, I was there, and I, I ran into a guy that was on the in the North Tower. I ran into him and. The Bahamas somewhere at the airport, and he just came from just. I'm, I'm asking him questions like, "What does that sound like? What is, you know?" He, he was carrying a woman down the stairs, and he was there when it fell the South Tower. It's like just ugh. beyond intense. Yeah, and you know, I never told you this, the irony of it. Remember when we did the show at the precinct again? We had the guy Lee Abamonte on. He's my buddy, the travel guy. So the reason yeah, he comes been to every country in the world. Yeah, he's been to 193. I'm at like 77, and this guy's like, "Dude, I doubled that." So he's at 193, and it was so funny. He's done my show a few times. Yep. And I've never asked him to like co-host with me. I'm like, hey, dude, jump on. And I'm like, hey, this might be random. The dude who killed Bin Laden's coming on my show. You want to co-host? He's like, that's why would you ask me? I'm like, oh, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> and his whole he worked there his whole life and resigned like six months yeah. before. But he lost like 30 people there. It's just like the irony of inviting him. And then like it was the most. Remember, he got like emotional on yeah, the end, man. No, it was intense. Yeah. It's, it's, they should too. And a lot of the a lot of the guys are uh, retiring now too. The guys on the mission. Mm-hmm. So we got. I want to get more of them to tell their stories. There's a lot of good stories there. Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, people gave you some slack for yeah. writing the book. But then you said, oh, well, just YouTube because there's 80 other documentaries that everyone else did. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you're the bad guy because... Because he told the story. Yeah, of course. Audie Murphy did 40, 40 movies. Yeah. And, and he's uh, the best ever. And the best part of it, your book, and I stress this too, Rob, because we're going to wrap up now. Yeah. It's not... Bin Laden is what? The 21st chapter. It's like, dude, the whole book is about your... Something else. It's, a, it's an American story about what it's like to get there, to... to, to do anything you want because you work hard. That's what the book's about. It. They're called the operator because it's about the life of the operator, not me. I'm not the operator. Just I, that, that's the life. That's the guy that comes from Montana that can't swim that becomes a seal, and then stays in because of the guys, and then because of 9/11, and then because he finds out about another seal team, and then ends up on those missions just because of a positive attitude. The one thing how I knew I was going to like like you as a person was when you like, dude, the book's not about me. I wrote the book because I I, hang, I worked with the coolest dudes who ever were yeah. in the game. Like you're impressed with the guys you worked with. Yeah. Every day I work with people that were better than me. Hey, Rob, we're gonna finish up with this. You're in the White House a lot. Yeah, once in a while, not a lot. Sorry. Yeah. What's the because I know they showed you some cool yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, the Gettysburg Address. Yes, that's okay. I saw you tweets up. You saw it. Yeah, I saw Abe Lincoln's signature, and it's one. It's like. Uh, just, it's an outer body experience. In Lincoln's bedroom is a Gettysburg address. You see the bed Lincoln's son died in, uh, his desk. And <laughs> I turned around and looked at President Trump, and he said, you know, Rob, not everybody gets to see this. Unless, of course, you donate it to the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like you, you, just, you can't help yourself. You just can't stop. You can't have one solemn moment. <laughs> hey, can you tell? That's pretty cool, by the way, yeah. seeing Lincoln's autograph. That's just. Yeah. Tell the one thing. We're going to wrap with this. When you walk into Trump's thing, and who does he have on speed dial? Then he had Brady on the damn thing. Tell him what he does to you. And Brady's like, yeah. like he- Yeah, so I'm talking to – this is when Donald Trump brought me to his office before he was even running for, for president, I think. And he's like, hey, Brady, I got Rob O'Neill here. Rob, I got Tom Brady. He's a killer. Hey, speaking of killers, this guy killed Bin Laden. It's like, and they just start talking about, yeah, you know, Brady golfs me quite a bit. He can't, he can't, he can't beat me at golf. I'll never admit it, but he can't beat It's like – and what Brady's probably like, why are you keep calling me? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's his go-to move. He'll get Brady on the phone with that, people walking. That's in the his office. power move. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Rob, absolute pleasure, my that, friend. That's fun. Thank you, Thanks, buddy. Mike.